Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As it goes in the biggest way possible, hanging out the bad seat, the broken, the bad, apple, the bad, apple, the bad, hanging around a bunch of bad, other bad, say bad, law, bad, do, bad, 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 we are Live in the Magic City studios in the Barada Palace, right across the river through the woods from where Granny loves her. Sour Power OG in New York City. The Big Apple. Ooh, people dressed in plastic bags, or to travel in some kind of fun jacket. I'm sure people, all my friends that come around, flats and flats of party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess. It's time to tatter my brain splattered all over Manhattan. Should be shaking up. Oh, woo, woo. I think I might have caught something from Keith. Should do bad. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High, Mafia, Maddie George, the ball carrier, and Ty Stick Jones running it from LTN in Kansas City. Mo, where the Chiefs beat that soft Las Vegas Raider ass on Sunday. What a stomping that was. Can we get a birthday roll call on a misery Monday? Uh, Glaber Torres, 25 today. Ricky Fowler, 33. Sergey Fedorov, legend, 52. And then you go into it. Richard Dent, Hall of Famer, 61. Dale Bear, a Yogi's kid. He was the worst shortstop ever. Played for the Pirates, 65 today. Bob Ganey, Hall of Famer, 68. Ferguson Jenkins, Hall of Famer, 78. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Cousin Sal will join us momentarily to break down Sunday's pain day activities. See what kind of money he made. Tom Brady to Perryman in overtime wins it. For the Buccaneers against the Bills, Brady says, what a relief. After blowing the lead, we'll get into that. Brady reaches 700 career TDs. Josh Allen in a walking boot after the game. How about this guy, fourth player ever with a 300-yard passing game and a 100-yard rushing game in the same game. He's the only guy that rushes for that team. They don't even hand it to anybody else. Niners beat the Bengals in overtime. George Kittle on a wild win. We'll hear from him. First tight end in modern history with back-to-back 150-yard games. Packers beat the Bears again, this time by 15 on the Sunday nighter. Aaron Rodgers still getting asked questions about next year. He's got the toe jam, another setback with a broken toe. Browns hold on to beat the Ravens 24-22. Ravens keep losing close games to the Steelers, to the Browns. They've got injury problems. And more than that, Lamar got banged up the ankle. We'll get into that. Kevin Stefanski knows it's not easy to beat a division rival. We'll talk about Lamar Harbaugh said today it's not a high ankle sprain. There's a chance he could play on Sunday, and I think they're at home. Hunt will be out this week. He's got an ankle injury for the Browns. Titans shut out the Jags 20-0. Jags only eight yards rushing. They're pathetic. Urban Meyer insists he never called his assistants losers. Tensions between Meyer and players are boiling over. Will he be one and done in Jacksonville? I think so. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson both continue to look awful in their gigs with the Jags and Jets. Derrick Henry in line to return for the playoffs for the Titans. Looks like he might be back for the last game, even before the playoffs. Chiefs embarrassed the Raiders 48-9. I told you about it. Mahomes says the Chiefs weren't going to allow the Raiders to do what they did last year at Arrowhead. 
Raiders' worst loss in 62 years of rivalry with the Chiefs. Saints hammer the Jets 30-9 at the Snoopy. Cowboys did it. They backed up McCarthy's words. They beat Washington 27-20. He's proud of his team for hanging on. Heineken Light leaves with a knee injury. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090 in San Diego. Near to you, wanna do you, wanna. Sports Map Radio Network, Sports Byline USA in a city by the bay. Cam Newton takes the blame for the Panthers' loss. Their season's over. Seahawks win in Houston 33-13 and cover Broncos. Shut out the Lions 38-10. Chargers beat the Giants 37-21. Justin Herbert, the bomb TD. We got it for you. TJ Watt, fine for taunting penalty against the Ravens. So they slap him with a fine. Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby both out for the Rams tonight in COVID protocol. Rams cards tonight in Arizona. We'll break it down. We got your prop boat. We got your lines, totals, spreads, everything. And a better uh, has a cards cover. That's all he needs from making 100 large. Do you think he'll get it done tonight? Navy upsets Army 17-13. The game goes under for the 16th consecutive year. Bryce Young wins the Heisman. He thrives on being underestimated. Manny Diaz gets the defensive coordinator gig at Penn State after being fired at Miami. Oregon hires Dan Lanning as head coach. The Georgia defensive coordinator gets the job after all, after they continued lying about whether or not he got the job. Mike Leach thinks players that opt out of bowl games is absurd. How about the list of quarterbacks that are transferring in college football? It's unbelievable. Bo Nix, Zach Calzone with meatballs. And you got Slovis at USC, Quinn Ewers. How about Notre Dame and Hoops? They upset Kentucky Saturday night. We got your new AP top 25. Zion, another setback with a foot. He might as well just shut it down for the year. Luca going to miss multiple games with an ankle. Kuzma in COVID protocols. Obi Toppin and Barrett in COVID protocols. Zach Levine in COVID protocols. Is anybody healthy? Honestly, Isaiah Thomas going to be in the G League. The Warriors put Clay Thompson there as well. DiVincenzo makes his season debut this Wednesday for the Bucks. Bucks stomp the Knicks, 112.97. How about your boy, the Slim Reaper, with a 51 spot in Detroit yesterday? I watched him going off. Easy money, sniper, just filling it up. Lakers beat the Magic. Tonight's NBA games. Thank God for the NBA tonight because everything else sucks. College basketball sucks. NHL had their only game canceled. Ben Bishop forced to retire due to an injury. Uh, we're not even sure if they're going to the Olympics now at this point because of COVID. We'll talk about 269 in the UFC as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We always love talking to Cousin Sal on Mondays, Coast to Coast, of course, from Fox Bet Live and Extra Points Podcast out in Lipstick City. 
Sal, uh, good to see you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's probably the last chance I'll get to say that to you before uh, I'm done at the end of the week. Uh, I got Hold on. Say, wait, hold on. Uh, M- M- Merry what? Christmas. Happy New Year. All that to you, too. But you say we get to talk to Sal on Mondays. This is like the first Monday out of the last five. You've been, I mean, how do they get you to work? On Monday, wow. they pay you like time and a half to come in this Monday. I mean, it's Listen, unbelievable. I told you this. What a schedule. I told you this before. Now, we've had this discussion multiple times. Now, I learned from the best, Howard Stern, mm-hmm. on how to right. manipulate the vacation <laughs> package and to get, you know, I'm not quite at 12 weeks, uh, Sal, but when I was at gotcha. CBS, I had seven. I got six here. Mm-hmm. These people are trying to cut me off at the knees. They want me to have one day off a year. So, like, I'm doing the best I can against. The system, Sal, the system is trying to break me down. It's always the suits trying to, you know, break me down and ruin me, Sal. Don't get me started on these people. I get it. I thought maybe it's like when we're in like sixth grade and your favorite team loses on a Sunday, you're afraid to come in. You don't want the kids making fun of you on the bus. But the Steelers played Thursday, so that's why I think – I could see you coming in on this Monday. All right, it's it's all starting. My team loses every week, so what's the difference? I mean, I don't even, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I'm used to losing. Losing sucks. But at least your team didn't lose after your coach uh, guaranteed they'd win. And, boy, did they stomp Washington. What were they up, 24 zip? That was terrible. And then it was, what, 24-8? And then, like, three minutes later, it was 24-20. I was losing my mind. And, you know, we had the heated seats there. Jerry uh, flew them out in this in the sewage-infested um, uh, FedEx stadium. I don't know if he sent the heated seats FedEx or not. But, yeah, I was worried about McCarthy's big mouth. He had been 0-4 against Ron Rivera. And, look, Dak doesn't look right. He doesn't. And we're 9-4 and right now. And we can win this division at 9-8. and I say everybody needs to sit for three weeks, come back week 18, and they get ready for that first game against the Rams or whoever it might be, San Francisco. Um, I don't love what I'm seeing this team other than Micah Parsons, the defensive player of the year, just running around the field like a maniac. Uh, We haven't seen this since Lawrence Taylor's rookie year. But uh, there is something with Dak. I don't know if he's injured or what. Uh, The routes aren't heating up as uh, well as they were in the beginning of the year. Um, you know, there was, t- there was discussion that he would be MVP. That is not going to happen. I think he's 16 to one now on FanDuel. I would rather him just rest up for the next three weeks. We see a little Cooper Rush action and then whatever. If we're nine and seven, if we have to win that last week, so be it. I don't think we will. You don't seriously think they're going to sit him down, do you? And and that defense with Diggs and Parsons is sickening. Yeah. I don't think they sit him down. I'm saying if that was an option, you know, the numbers are there where, you know, you only get one bye, right? So it's going to be Arizona, it's going to be Tampa Bay, or it's going to be Green Bay. We're not catching the bye teams. It's just, we're just not going to do it. So there's one bye. So it doesn't really matter if you're seated two, three, and four, unless you reach the second or third round. Uh, I don't buy, I don't want to go to Lambeau. Um, I I would, uh, I'd be okay. We almost won in Tampa. We could, you know, we're going to be, uh, we can, we're going to have more fans in Arizona. So if they could sit and get away with it, that's, that would be my suggestion. So you prefer playing Arizona. It sounds like to me, I, you know what? I'm like everybody else. I want them getting out of the, get them out of the way. So we could talk about Tom Brady and we could talk about Aaron Rodgers. and all they do is win, win, win. We want to give the, uh, coach of the year award to, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Belichick, but it's really Kingsbury. If he runs the table, of course, he's the one who should win it. Uh, I think we match up better against Arizona. I'm 
expecting big things from the Rams tonight to kind of to kind of curtail this uh, crazy winning streak that Arizona is on. But um, yeah, as of now, I would rather play Arizona than those other two teams I mentioned. So uh, you know, when you watch Tom Brady and the Bucks blow that lead and the Bills come roaring back and send it to overtime. Is that an indication at all that you think that they're beatable in the playoffs uh, or are they going back to the Super Bowl? I think they are beatable. Um, the Packers are the team I think would get in their way, as I mentioned. Um, I, I First of all, that that's probably the best Bills game we've seen in a while, right? If you're a Buffalo Bills fan, there's some promise in the way uh, Josh Allen brought them back. Uh, and how about Tampa with that cover, right? They're giving three, three and a half. Of course, they're going in by six in overtime. Of course, it just right. so happens. They didn't even get the ball, for God's sakes. You can kick a field goal there, but if receiver breaks away. Look, Brady's going to be the MVP. He has two games left against Carolina. He's going to have 50 touchdowns at 44 years old. He's going to uh, be the MVP. Their defense is uh, suspect. When you got Richard Sherman playing safety, there's going to be some holes back there. So, and Aaron Rodgers might be able to take advantage of something like that. But I expect to see Tampa playing in late this uh, late January, don't you? Yeah, I, obviously, and it makes me sick to my stomach. As for the Bills, uh, you know, they've been losing a lot, but they got Carolina in the below on Sunday, and they're right. laying, I think, 11. Uh, that's, to me, a juicy bet right now to pounce on. I think they're going to take out the last month on Carolina like nobody's business. I think they're going to rack them by 20. I don't disagree with you. We're going to see um, Cam Newton doing some kind of a celebration after like a four-yard run, and then in the very next play, he's going to throw a pick, right? Maybe even a, a pick six. But, yeah, the Bills have to start spanking teams. I think they're minus 300 still to make the playoffs, even though they're in that seven spot. Uh, but I, I agree with you. That's uh, Well, you know, I'm an idiot. I'll put them on a money line parlay, probably with a, an Amanda Nunez type, and lose Saturday night before the NFL even kicks off on Sunday. Can you believe she lost? Terrible. Just terrible. Honestly, I had that, Varel, tied to like four different bets, and I started to panic. My wife's like, what are you doing? She had no idea. I was like, I got all the kids' Christmas gifts tied to this one bet, Amanda Nunez. I don't even know why I did it. It's minus 1100 I It adds like $8 to my parlay. What am I even screwing around for? But, yeah, she got beat up and bad. So I'm going to the Steeler-Titan game. You saw them come roaring back against the Vikings in that wild Thursday night game when they were down 29-zip, and they almost got it done. Fryermuth drops the pass in the end zone. Now they're yeah. taking on the playoff-bound Titans. Do you think the Steelers will beat the Titans like they did the Ravens two weeks ago on that uh, two-point conversion at Heinz? I think you will. I was surprised that the Tennessee's laying like two, two and a half points. I thought it would be at least a pick em for the Steelers. It was obviously your back's against the wall. Man, that tie is really going to factor in. If you were seven and six, you wouldn't be sitting pretty, but you'd be looking a lot better than six, six and one right now, right? If you think like 10, 10 wins gets that seven spot in the uh, AFC. But honestly, bro, I was going over. We did this on Fox Bet Live, the AFC North odds. Like, who do you want? Is it? Why would you even bother with this? Like every team, you, you can't get a team to play the same way in that division two weeks in a row, right? And week 18, you got your Steelers against the Ravens and you got the Bengals against the Browns. There's no way the division is going to be settled before week 18. So unless you like the Steelers at 10 to 1 right now, I would wait it out and see how these teams, you don't even know which quarterbacks are going to survive. It looks like, um, ironically, Joe Burrow is going to be the only quarterback to survive that division. 
Yeah, so tonight you got uh, Arizona and the Rams. Of course, Arizona punked them the first time. I I'm kind of on the Rams tonight. I'm a little concerned Ramsey's not playing. Do you think yeah. they have a shot in Zona for the upset? Who are you playing? I did love the Rams a lot more than the news came out 20 minutes ago that they, the five starters are going to have to sit due to COVID. But I do think Sean McVay pulls it out somehow. This is not a good situation for Arizona spread-wise. They're like 2-9 and nine against the number as a favorite, six points or fewer. So I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't even know that they're a better team, but I think that Jacksonville game, as bad as the Jags are, and we know they're maybe the worst now, um, kick-started Stafford into a good spot here. You know, Odell scored in two straight games. Cooper Cup, obviously, uh, has been terrific. You know, lots of lots of weapons out there. Van Jefferson scored in the last two games, I believe. I think they're going to be able to put up points, and they win tonight 30-24. All right, uh, Sal, rumor has it we're all coming out sports grid for the Super Bowl in L.A. We're going to be doing shows out there, TV shows, radio shows. I'm oh, coming nice. to your house. I'm going to eat all your food. I'm going to smoke all your cigars. I'm going to take all those <laughs> Christmas gifts you didn't buy your kids. Back SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, I know it's important that you get all your uh, Christmas shopping done in time and get, you know, to kids all their presents and everything. But it's not as important as following us on social media, on Twitter, at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. That takes precedence, obviously, over standing in line at the mall. I think, you know, just get your priorities in line and you'll be good. All right, let's bring in Carver High now to talk about his bills. Uh, certainly, uh, Josh Allen put on a show. And you heard me with Sal. I think that it's been long enough of, of you know, failure, problems, Losing, finger pointing, blame. Uh, you know, I think the Panthers are in for a beating up there on Sunday. I'm jumping on that 11 right here and now on coast to coast at 425 Eastern on Monday night. I am all over the Bills laying 11. They're going to win by 25 against that crappy Panther team. And I am telling you that Tepper is he's on call. This guy Rule is on call. He's on watch now because his days are numbered in Carolina the way that team has fallen. Yeah, they certainly are. They will head up to the b as you said, on Sunday. The Bills came back down 24-3, to got it tied, went to overtime, but just not enough against the great, powerful, mighty Tom Brady. Here it is, Brady to Perryman in overtime on 98 Rock in Tampa. The Bucks need to reach the 45-yard line from the 42. Godwin wide to the left. Evans wide to the right. Shotgun look with Fournette on the right hip of Brady. Here's the snap. 
Pressure coming from the outside. Brady throws it back. Caught ball first out of the 50. Outside the numbers 40. To the 30-yard line. To the 25. It's Perriman. Bashan Perriman. Touchdown Tampa Bay. Box win in overtime. Perriman. 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 Well, I mean, uh, just a hell of a football team. There's no doubt about it, whether you like it or not. Uh, they win. They find a way. They blow a 24-3 lead, and they still win in overtime, and Brady breaks more records. It's the same old story. Uh, the only thing you have left to do as a football fan, unless you're on the Bucks, and if you're on Brady, is to root against them every week. So, like, when the Bills came roaring back, I mean, I bet on the Bucks, so I was betting on my, uh, you know, rooting on my bet to hit, which it did both ways, the, the money line and spread. But I, I get sick and tired of this guy. I, I've said it a million times. I can't take it anymore. So in the playoffs, I hope anybody beats him. I don't care who it is. Well, he reached 700 career touchdown passes yesterday. Here he is for you. I'm sick of him as well. He says, what a relief after blowing that big lead. Here's Brady. We needed to find a way because we kind of let them back in there with some bunch of plays that, you know, were kind of routine plays for us. So, you know, it's, again, like execution is when it's good, it's, we're tough to stop. And when it's not good, you know, we're, yeah. they don't have to do much. You always have and the refs, you know, too, We had Tom. some plays there that were too. just Got the refs. too easy to make, and we didn't make them. But, you know, in the end, we made up plays to win, which is that, – that'll feel good tonight and tomorrow. So you think the refs are the reason the Bills lost? Well, no, no, no. The Bills lost for more than that. I just think it is funny how in all of these Tampa Bay Buck games, you know, the refs are on one side of the field. Diggs was interfered with in the end zone at the end of that game in the fourth quarter. Should have been first and goal at the one with 25 seconds left. Hey, it is what it is. Brady gets the call with Evans on his first drive in overtime. These things happen. You have to deal with it. Bills lost the game in the first half, Scotty. They did a bad job on defense. It took them way too long to adjust. And you're playing the Super Bowl champs. you got to be better. McDermott had another awful game. The only reason they were in that game is because Josh Allen is an absolute monster. Uh, you said it in the open. Fourth guy ever. 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. Here's a little problem, though. He left with that boot on his foot. They're calling it a foot sprain, turf toe, whatever the deal is. And they sh it shouldn't matter against the Panthers on Sunday. You're right. But I don't like that Allen's a little banged up out of that game. Yeah, and especially uh, late in the season uh, when these games matter the yeah. most and it's freezing cold and everything else. There's nothing worse than foot injuries, ankle injuries, hamstring injuries, calf injuries in the freezing cold like in Buffalo. It's a problem. The game reminded me a lot, Mike, of the Steelers Thursday night game. Uh, you weren't here, but yeah. uh, they were down 29 nothing, And then all of a sudden in the second half, Roethlisberger goes wild, and they come all the way back and get down to the 10-yard line and throw the ball to Firemuth, and he catches it and then gets it and drops it in the end zone. Otherwise, they go for two and try to tie the game and send it to overtime. The Bills should have lost that game 40 to nothing. I mean, the way they were getting their ass yeah. beat. But they came all the way back, and then all for not and all for nothing. It's frustrating. And then to see him get banged up even more so. But uh, I think they're going to find a way – to uh, yeah. not only kill Carolina, but to go to the playoffs. And at this point, the way the Bills season is gone, that's all you could ask for because they haven't been that good. No. They haven't played that well. And they're barely, they're a game over 500. They just need to get into the playoffs. That's all they need. Anything else doesn't matter. They'll get in the playoffs because they play the Panthers, Falcons, and Jets down the stretch. So they're going to get into the playoffs. The problem for them is, Scotty, they're 0-5 in one-score games. And 
They're not the real Super Bowl contenders we thought they were. They're a playoff team, but they're a paper tiger. They should have never been Super Bowl favorites. That stuff's done. They've got an all-world quarterback. We'll see if they can win a game or two once they get into the dance. Another fun overtime game yesterday. The 49ers beat the Bengals 26-23 in OT. Garoppolo finding Brandon Ayuk with the winner. They had to review it. It was good. How about George Kittle? First tight end in modern history. Back-to-back 150-yard receiving games. Here he is talking about a wild win for San Francisco. Definitely confident the entire time. Um, they have an unreal offense, and their defense definitely came to play today. They did not allow us to run the ball like we wanted to. Um, Look at those but, glasses. you know, definitely, I have confidence those in my defense. I have so much confidence in my special sharp. teams. You know, they showed out with two he turnovers. Like, I mean, uh, we don't win the, the game without them. So, um, definitely a roller coaster of emotions. The highs, the lows, um, and, you know, just kind of letting them get back into it there. I mean, what was it? Was it 20 to 6 going into the fourth quarter? That's tough. So, I mean, we got to do a better job of executing at the end. I know we had a couple opportunities there um, on our last two drives in the, before the very last drive in the fourth to kind of end it, but we did not. Um, so it's just a kudos to our defense for, you know, they got time off the clock, and I think they held them to one of the field goals. So um, you just got to kind of do what you have to do to win football games. I mean, a couple things. I think they're a playoff team. I think they're a team nobody wants to play. I think their quarterback has done a great job. And not only in, in you know, they're talking about him being the quarterback next year now as well, and that he's kept that kid, uh, Lance, off the field. I mean, that kid... Uh, you remember when they were going to start him, and that kid hasn't played one snap the whole year. He doesn't matter at all. I mean, he is so insignificant. People don't even know his first name. It's true. Uh, you haven't heard much talk of that. Garoppolo leading the 49ers right now into the playoffs. They've got a couple weeks to go, but they are in good position, that's for sure. Sunday night game, wild first half, or shall we say wild second quarter, between the Packers and the Bears, but the Pack take over in the second half, 45-30. to 30, They get it done. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Hey, you know that they got 10 wins. They're going to the playoffs. Maybe they're trying to get home field advantage. Let's keep asking them questions about next year, Scotty. Why not? Here's Aaron Rodgers. We've been talking about the uncertainty of next year for, for months. Does this feel like your, your final game against the Bears as Packers quarterback? Talk about now. Oh, I don't know, Ryan. I mean, I'm not really thinking about that right now. I'm devoting all my energy uh, and focus to the season. And I don't know. I don't think it's my last against the Bears. Uh, you know, I feel like one of the factors in continuing to play would be, you know, can I still play? Uh, do I still have it? Can I still be can effective still and play? efficient and, and make the plays I feel like I'm capable of making? And I think the answer is yes. I mean, how ridiculous is that uh, comment? <laughs> Here's the deal. I, I'm starting to feel more and more, Mike, like he's not going to leave Green Bay at all. I think there's a very good possibility of that, too. Uh, I'm actually kind of tired of this. stuff. You've said it all year long. I'm tired of it as well. They just won a game last night. They've got 10 wins. They're trying to get... Who cares about next year and how many times right. he beats the Bears? It is so dumb. The more important thing for Brown Rodgers to be this stupid toe that he didn't get fixed during the bye week. I have no idea why he didn't go get the surgery on the toe during the bye week. Now it's bothering him more. He had a setback. It feels worse. That, to me, Scott, he's a bigger problem than where he's going to play next year because they're trying to win this year. I mean, it might be their undoing, that toe. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it gets worse by the week. And I actually don't believe, Mike, that you could have surgery on a broken toe 
uh, with a week off and it'd be healed in time at all. I still think if he would have had the surgery, he would have missed a couple games. It's very possible. The Browns hold on to beat the Ravens 24-22, to almost yacked it up after Lamar Jackson was carted off with the ankle injury. Here is Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. Never easy to beat a division rival as the Browns are back in the mix at 7-6. and six. Hard-fought win. Uh, tough in December. That's what, what it's like. I thought guys stepped up, you know, on, on really all three sides of the ball with guys that were unavailable due to injury or otherwise. Guy stepped up and uh, did a nice job. Uh, you know, it goes down there to an onside kick. They get the ball. Uh, you know, it's it's those are nail biter situations. I don't think we wanted to be in that situation. But listen, that's that's the NFL, and that's certainly December football versus a good football team, well coached football team. So proud of the guys uh, in in going one and zero today. Carver, hi. I'm not buying uh, the Browns like everybody else. Everybody's got the Browns going deep into the playoffs and winning the division and going to the Super Bowl. I think none of the above. I think they're uh, the Steelers in orange. And remember, the Steelers beat them 15-10 at the Puppy Pound, and they play them again on Monday Night Football January 3rd. I won't be surprised they beat them again. I don't think they're that good. I mean, even when they win, it's always ugly. And that usually indicates to me an average football team. Uh, I'm with you. I don't think the Browns are for real either. Could they get the last spot? Maybe, but they're not going to beat anybody of any significance whatsoever. We'll we'll talk about Lamar when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, cover high. Now, I know the Ravens have a huge game with the Packers uh, in Baltimore in the Charm City on Sunday, and uh, Green Bay's laying five. Uh, That's what I'm seeing, and obviously – uh, Rodgers has the toe problem, but they keep winning, and the Ravens keep losing, and Lamar got carted off yesterday. What do you think the story is for him heading into this big game? Well, he was carted off with what they called an ankle injury. Now, Harbaugh said today that it's not a high ankle and that there's a chance that he could play on Sunday. And honestly, I think that that's just nonsense. I think that that's Harbaugh early in the week on a Monday trying to play games and keep the Packers guessing on who's going to play. He was carted off early in the game, and you never saw him again. He didn't have a high ankle sprain, and suddenly he's going to be okay to play on Sunday. I know they shoot these guys up, all that stuff, Scotty. This is games from Harbaugh. I don't think Lamar plays on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a a huge problem for him. And then uh, if he doesn't go, uh, you know, my guess is Rodgers still plays. He's been playing with the toe every week. And he just complains about it a lot. I I think that the Packers are able to go in there and beat them. And it it begs, can they cover five? It's always dangerous when you have a kicker like uh, the Ravens have, a guy that is so deadly every time he touches the field. 
that number is scary as hell at five with a guy that puts it through as much as he does. All I know is uh, that's a very dangerous bet, but I would lean Green Bay right now to beat Baltimore. Baltimore's losing every week. I agree with you. Uh, you will see the Tennessee Titans on Sunday against the Steelers. They shut out the Jaguars 20 to nothing yesterday. Nice job by the Jaguar rushing offense. Eight yards on the ground. It was also quite the weekend for Jaguar head coach Urban Meyer. You had stories on Saturday and Sunday that tensions between him and the players were boiling over, that uh, Trevor Lawrence doesn't like him, that the wide receiver Marvin Jones doesn't like him, got into an argument with him, and that he called his assistant coaches losers. He says, Scotty, that he never called his assistant coaches that. Here's Urban Meyer. It's calling someone a loser. That's inaccurate. I have high expectations for our coaches. I'm uh, very demanding of our coaches. Um, and expect guys to be held accountable for their positions. And at times uh, when they're not, those are we address it. Uh, but I assure you there is not whatever report. Amy told me something about that. That's nonsense. I think this guy, I said it today, I was on the radio in uh, East Lansing with my friend David DeMarco, the Mad Dog, and I said, he's one and done. This guy's going to get fired. Saad Khan was, I think, done with him the day he was dancing with some chick in a restaurant, shimmying and doing twerking and acting like a, a child. And uh, the fights with the players, I do believe, has happened. The arguments with coaches has happened. The failure on the football field is happening. He has done absolutely nothing whatsoever to make Trevor Lawrence a better quarterback. He's worse now than he's ever played the entire season. Lawrence keeps getting worse by the week. I think he'll be fired the Monday the season ends. I agree with you. And here's the thing about Trevor Lawrence. I know we had this in here about him and Zach Wilson have both been horrible. Here's the thing. He's the number one overall pick. And usually, Scotty, even when these guys go to awful teams, they at least have a couple of moments. Like, they win some crazy game where they throw for 300 yards and four touchdowns or they come close. Right. This guy sucks every single week. There's not one moment this year you can be like, wow, you know, Trevor Lawrence, he looks pretty good. He's going to be a player in this league. Now, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with Meyer and what the Jags are doing. But he's supposed to be the number one overall pick in the draft, Scotty. He's got to give me a little bit more than he has this year. I mean, I'll tell you this. Uh, I agree with you, and I think that it's a troubling uh, and continuing problem in the NFL is that these great college players don't amount to a hill of beans at the next level in the NFL. It is truly amazing how a guy can be such a stud in college football, unstoppable, shatter records, win trophies, uh, win championships, everything else. And then he goes to the NFL, and the guy can barely complete a pass. But it's not just him. There is a litany of failures, and I talked about it today. Ohio State's got a, a box full of them. I mean, it just never ends where I see these guys that were so unbelievable in college and so drastically awful in the pros. It really is amazing how hard it is to be great in the NFL, and it's crazy watching them, you know, spend all this money, draft them, give them these gigantic contracts, and the guy can't do anything on the football field. That's amazing. It, it certainly is. The Titans got some good news, too. It looks like Derrick Henry's still in line to return for the playoffs off of his foot injury. Last year, Scotty, the Raiders went into Arrowhead, and they beat the Chiefs. After the game... They did a lap 
around the parking lot celebrating their victory. Yesterday then, before the game, they decided to get together and stand on the Chief logo in the middle at the 50-yard line, and that upset the Chiefs. They remembered last year. They remembered pregame, and they took it out on the Raiders. 48-9. to Here's Patrick Mahomes. We were not going to let the Raiders dance around this place again. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of conversation about it. I mean, but I mean, you definitely don't yes, want was. people yes, coming into your stadium and trying to like disrespect uh, things that that you've kind of built. Um, and so for us, um, just gave us a little bit more, a little bit more motivation to go out there and, and win against a really good football team that we have a rivalry against that usually is a, a tough, a tough football game. So uh, I think guys were ready to play today, and I think it showed on the field. Did you hear them play wheels on the bus after the game? No, I, I didn't. I saw the tweet about it, but uh, no, I didn't hear that. Um, You're aware of victory lap. Yeah, I was aware of the victory lap, and I mean, definitely, we didn't want them winning here again. So uh, we, uh, I think, we went out there and handled business. I mean, it's unbelievable to me that he had two games in a row without a touchdown pass, and that they just keep winning and keep scoring. And then the real story uh, for me is the. Chiefs defense, what Spags has done with that defense from how horrid they were, actually, even when I saw him in Philadelphia, letting the Eagles score up and down on him, even though they beat him and uh, Mahomes had five TDs that day, they still gave up a ton of points. The defense was awful in the first half of the season. And the second half, it's been a night and day. It's truly unbelievable how they've turned it around. And let me just say this about the Raiders. I mean, every year. I mean, every year since I've been alive, I get crammed down my throat, the, you know, from the Oakland Raiders, the vaunted Raiders, to now the Las Vegas Raiders. They just keep trying to sell me the Raiders like they're going to, you know, every year the Raiders are going to do something. Let me tell you something. No team has sucked worse than the Raiders over the last 25 years. Who has sucked worse than them? Jacksonville? I mean, honestly, like, the Raiders are pure Dog vomit. That's what they are. They suck dog vomit. I'm sick of hearing about the Raiders. They're awful. Their season's over. They're finished. They're done. Kaput. And remember when they replaced Gruden, who was a freak, and then they gave Bocaccia bread the job. And then uh, remember, <laughs> the owner says, uh, you know, Davis is the greatest man or Mayock, the greatest coach I've ever been around. That guy couldn't coach a Bob Warner team. He is awful. Get rid of him. Fire everybody. Start over like you do every year. Your team is laughable. What a joke. Enjoy them, Las Vegas. They're all yours. The loser Raiders. The silver and black commitment oh, my to ass. excellence. Worst my loss ass. in the 62-year rivalry with the Kansas City Chiefs. Elsewhere yesterday, the Saints hammered the Jets 30-9. to This will be the second part of the Trevor Lawrence thing. Zach Wilson, Scotty, he's just as bad as Lawrence. He stinks too. Like, can this kid have a moment at some point? The only moment the Jets have had this year, Scotty, is when Mike White was playing quarterback. Can you get a moment from Zach Wilson at some point? You're right. And you know what's even worse is the Giants. I'm sick of hearing from this loser coach oh. of theirs, Joe Judge, about <laughs> the progress they're making. What? Losing every single game? What progress? I mean, I don't know which team is worse. I mean, the Giants or the Jets? You tell me because they both smell. The Cowboys beat Washington 27-20 to yesterday. Here's Mike McCarthy. They had a big lead. They had to hold on in the second half. Proud of his team. You know, I think just like anything, you know, we come out of this bye weekend and, you know, and really the focus – 
you know, from my perspective, it's obviously when we, you know, win the game, these division games, the December football, but we needed to improve in some areas, and I think we did that. Uh, but, you know, obviously, you know, we have work to do. And I, I think it's just a kind of a product of, you know, everything that, you know, all, all, all teams go through. You look what Washington's going through with the challenges and the COVID and, you know, those types of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, was, I was obviously very pleased to come in here and get this division win. Um, but I think, you know, more importantly, you know, just to get the, you know, the defensive guys, you know, back. And, then, you know, I thought we had a really good rotation. You all right, Mike? You okay? Yeah, he's got to drop dead. What's going on there? Breathing heavy wow. at the press conference. Look, uh, he's just glad he didn't have to eat his words because he guaranteed a win. But uh, I thought the whole guarantee the win and, and the bulletin board material thing was uh, the cheesiest week I've had to put up with in a while. Like, who cares what uh, Mike McCarthy yeah. says ever or what, you know, Ron Rivera says. I mean, honestly, I got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Uh, ice cold Heineken light did leave the game with a knee injury for Washington. Brandon Allen came in. He wasn't that great either. He's going to get a couple touchdown drives for them. The Falcons beat the Panthers 29 to 21. They now stay alive at six and seven. The Panthers, they're just about done now at five and eight. Here's Cam Newton. He's taking the blame for the loss, but you know what, Scotty? He looks good while he's doing it. Here's Cam. We had such a great momentum I mean, that is for those fantastic. drives. And it was just drive killers. This is gang killers. <laughs> In essence, because I mean, we were driving the hat, on both of those. The hat with the bow tie, and, and then the Panthers, the you know, that, NFL you know, issued pullover on top of it. Be optimistic about about it all. You know, you see, you, you I, I see what's what like capable of. Jacket, the Panthers are out but there. We just got to we just got to do it for ourselves. We can't look for nobody <laughs> else to, to, to do our job. And I'm thinking, I'm speaking directly to myself. You know, it's my job to protect the football and put this offense in the best situation to to not only score points but to sustain drives. And, um, you know, moving forward, that's just my plan and my plan of attack. Uh, their season's over and has been over. And if uh, Josh Allen plays on Sunday, they're going to get whacked. The Seahawks beat the Texans 33-13. to The Broncos routed the Lions 38-10. to You mentioned the Giants before. They were in Los Angeles against the Chargers. They did not have a fun day with Justin Herbert. Let's hear this one on the Chargers radio network. Here we go on third down. Here comes the rush. Rolling to his right as Herbert sets his feet, takes a shot downfield, has Guyton. Caught! Touchdown, Chargers! There is one quarterback in the NFL that can make that play, and he is on the field here this afternoon. Let's relax. 59 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Herbert to Guyton, and it makes no sense. That's, no sense. That's the greatest throw I've ever seen. I, I'm not kidding. Oh, that is the greatest throw I've ever on. seen while he's getting hit. I mean, uh, there's at least 10 guys that can make that throw. I mean, honestly, let's oh, calm down. That's calm that's down. the greatest throw I've ever seen uh, right there. Hey, listen, give the Charger guys. Since they were having some Sunday. fun yesterday. 37 37-21, uh, they beat the G-Men, Big Blue. Uh, T.J. Watt was fined for his taunting penalty against the Ravens last week. Uh, and then we get to tonight. When we come back, Scotty, Rams and the Cardinals in Arizona. No Jalen Ramsey, no Tyler Higby. We'll have the prop boat. We got a lot to do for tonight's game. Yeah, I'm still going to go for it with the Rams. Me too.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, Carver High, big game tonight in the desert. Certainly is. The Rams and the Cardinals, a little NFC West matchup for you. The Cardinals beat the Rams at SoFi earlier this season. They look to return the favor tonight in Glendale. Minus three now after the news that Ramsey, Higby, etc. are not going to play. Get the Rams on the money line, plus 132. Total now up to 51 and a half. Uh, actually there from 50 and a half. I'm with you, Scotty. I'm staying with the Rams tonight. I still think they win this game even with no Ramsey. Yeah, I think they're, uh, you know, A, want to return serve and say you're not as good as you think uh, you are. And I think it's a huge game for the Rams. I still think uh, Arizona is going to win that division. I think they're going to the playoffs. They're going to be a high seed. Everything's good for them. I think the Rams have work to do, and it starts tonight with a big game. I'm going to take him. Obviously, things change without Ramsey for sure. Higby, I can live without one way or the other. But I'm taking him to win outright plus the three. If I had to, if I had a gun to my head, I'd take the over. And we got the prop boat, of course. Matthew Stafford, 283 and a half tonight. Kyler Murray, 269 and a half. We have James Conner on the ground, 57 and a half. We've got Cooper Cup in the mix, 98 and a half, receiving the prop boat tonight, Scotty. I'm giving you DeAndre Hopkins to score a touchdown at plus 140. Let's go. Fair enough. And if the Rams are going to win, I got to have a big game from Stafford and Cooper Cup. So I'm willing to go over on those. And finally, before we go, how about this guy holding a ticket for a 13-leg parlay? 12 have hit, needs the Cardinals minus two tonight, a $20 bet to win $101,000. You can cash out right now for $33,000. i am taking the cash out, Scotty. <laughs> Take the cash out because you're on the Rams. I'm All taking right. well, the cash out. I think if you've, uh, if you've hit 12 of those... Uh, on that uh, card, and you got one left minus two. I don't think that's that crazy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go oh. all in to win the hundred grand. I'm gonna lay the two. It's simple, really. Listen, win. Don't listen, lose. I mean, duh. This is the home of the winning edge. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.